What's good, y'all? Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. So this week, um, uh, I don't really do shit, but I mean, I guess one of the big things was the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl was yesterday, and it was so weird that it was in Tampa. Yeah. Literally a hop, skip, and a jump just down the road. It was lit there, I heard. I, I saw so many memes that was like, if, if your girl's, girl's in Tampa... Tampa- <laughs> Yes. If, if your girl's in Tampa, that's not that's your girl. That's it. You're just like, focus on yourself, king. I'm dead. But um, little known fact, I'm not really like a football guy. I'm like, the reason why I don't like it so much, because there's so many pauses. Like, I feel like there's a play, and then there's like a commercial. And then there's a play, then there's a timeout. Then there's a commercial, then there's like, you know, yeah. like, I feel like there's, it's never like a There's smooth, not a lot of gameplay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, but I did watch it because it's the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, Casey got demolished. Whoops. I feel like, I'm not, I'm obviously like not a sports person either. Yeah. But um, I feel like embarrassed, like secondhand embarrassment for them. For sure. That's like re, like they, what they had like nine points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like something, what is that? Like one, one touchdown uh, and like goal. some points. Yeah. Like, yikes. And Pat Mahomes, I feel like he was like really trying. Like I saw him like, he was running and definitely like, you know, trying to like open up stuff. I'm like, one of the freaking throws that he had went through the guy's hand and popped the guy in the head with a helmet. I'm like, how did you not? Didn't he like have surgery recently too, or something? Well, like he that? has to have surgery. Or he's on his supposed foot. to. Yeah. So, so I'm like, how are you in the Super Bowl and you need surgery? I guess it's not like you know. I mean, it's his foot though, so they probably like put tape around it to make it like stay in I place. Yes, that sounds so sketchy, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I, I watched it, and what's funny to me is that like. I was in marching band for four years, so obviously I went to every single football game, yeah. and guess who doesn't know how to play football still? You don't know any of like, the stuff? Um, I know that, like... <laughs> 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 like, it's something... No, I don't even know. Like, you know when like, there's, like, you're trying to get to a down, it's, like, 10 mm-hmm. yards within it yeah. or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. my ex tried to teach me and it was like so boring yeah i mean you have like four four chances to get past the next down and then that's like you like get down the the i'm sorry for anyone this offends but like it just when people would describe it to me i'm like that just sounds so lame i mean describing any sport is kind of like boring you know yeah like i'm not really into watching sports i'm more into like playing sports yeah for sure me too i'm because i'm like I played basketball my whole entire life, and I still don't even like watching basketball. It's just the whole aspect of it is kind of boring to me. And I'm like, like I said, there's just too many pauses. I guess because I'm so used to like playing them. Now, like when you're playing it, it's way different because there's you're you're not yeah. watching a commercial between like you know the bullshit. Yeah, so. So I think someone yesterday was, was trying to tell us that like there's actually only like 15 minutes of actual gameplay, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Okay. What was your favorite commercial? You know, like, like the commercials of the Super Bowl are always like... Bitch, you know I was not paying attention. You watch any of them? I watched them, but I don't, like... I think my favorite thing I, was, I mean, like... the Mila uh, Kunis, like, the Cheeto one. Oh, Mila yeah. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kusher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw... I really liked the movie preview for the movie Old. Old? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, you probably wasn't, wasn't paying fucking attention. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the, all these people are, like, on this island. And there's something, like, with time... So, like, they're, like, the one of the ladies started off as, like, a kid when they got on the island, and then, like, the next day, she was, like, older and had, like, a baby, like, was pregnant. But she didn't but know she, didn't, she got there? Yeah. Oh, hell so, no. <laughs> She was, like, wild. And I'm, like, just the concept of it looked, like, dope. Yeah, so, I'm super excited cool. to, like, see it. Yeah. So, uh, I really enjoyed that. And then you can't talk about the Super Bowl without talking about the halftime show. I was, like, when the weekends started, like, performing, I, I looked at my friend and I was, like, is this the halftime? 
like, yeah, I'm like, um, some like some of my friends really enjoyed it, but I was I didn't mind it. I was yawning. I was bored. Well, what was wrong with it though? Because I he, just felt like, like there was, was a lot like, going on. I don't know. I felt like it was very lackluster. You know, like very like. <sighs> I feel like there wasn't like a lot of energy. Well, yeah, I think okay, so. I feel like I don't know why people are surprised by this because <laughs> I think The Weeknd is a fantastic singer. Like, he has a great voice, but he's just, he's not a performer. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he has a lot of talent in the aspects of, like, he can sing really well, but he's not, like, a massive, like, performer, dancer, like, extraordinaire. You know how, like, Beyonce yeah, and yeah. J-Lo, like, they like, are, like, perform. known for performing, yeah. like, dances and choreography and just, like, energy and mm-hmm. all that, like... It's the weekend. He literally sings like sad girl music. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess it's just because it's like that's the biggest platform in the world. You know, like like the freaking halftime Super Bowl. Like all eyes are on you. Like you know. So to me, I'm like that's where you should be like bringing it. Like your best he, performance ever. You know. Yeah, and I mean, he had like a lot of dancers and like a lot of visuals and stuff like that. So I I didn't mind it. I mean, I wasn't like blown away, but I was entertained at the same time like his voice just alone is ridiculous like his vocals were like on fucking point Mm -hmm. you know it's funny because i'm like (laughs) you know how like when j-lo um performed at the inauguration and people were like that bitch cannot sing (laughs) i'm like if we just put like j-lo's dance moves together with the weekend's voice we have like the ultimate pop star (laughs) literally dude i'm like i don't know i it was just one of those things i was like i felt like it was lackluster and i was bored but yeah I mean, people were dragging him on twitter I'm like, you guys fucking waste absolutely no, no time, time. <laughs> anytime there's like anything going on people are like memes galore yeah and i'm like is that a result of just like the internet being a funny place or is it the result of like quarantine you know I like people that, have like, nothing else to do yeah and overall you know negativity brings more laughs than like positivity you know yeah so i don't know i didn't i didn't mind it at all i did like i don't know if you noticed this too but like he looks really different like his teeth like or something he got like veneers yeah i thought that like because i know his facial hair is different but i heard that like when his album came out he had this huge stunt like i think that's why all the dancers in the thing had like the no that's his video it's one of the music videos oh yeah but yeah so i heard that that was like his stunt when like his album came out because when his album came out he made people believe that he actually did plastic surgery but he was wearing just like a prosthetic yeah yeah i know but i'm talking about this he looked like he had like veneers or like got Mm. new veneers or something like his teeth look big as fuck (laughs) i was like okay and then i also heard that he paid seven million dollars to perform so you saw that on a meme because I saw the same. No, meme, I didn't see that right? meme. Okay. I saw it on an article, but like they were just saying that like there's a lot of restrictions and things like that, and that they weren't even supposed to be having a halftime show. So then he's the one who signed up and said that they want to do it. Because I heard then, that he didn't get paid for it either. Well, I heard that like, I heard that he... he got paid for it, but I heard that he also had to pay for like you know getting everything to be done the way he wanted it to be done. I'm like, can you like give us an itemized receipt of like everything that? <laughs> oh, I doubt that he paid it though. I'm pretty sure it was like his production team. You know, I don't think that. He lost Does that seven he have a production dollars. team? I think so. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, um, let me call my team. Beep, 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 beep. Hello? Because <laughs> I'm like, I know that they were supposed to be like following like COVID guidelines, but I'm like, Bitch, when they were all in that hallway bumping into each other and pushing each other, I'm like, that's COVID in the hallway. Well, I I'm, I guarantee you all of them got tested, tested yeah, beforehand. Sure. Yeah. 100%. They had to be, yeah. Yeah. Celebrities be up on that testing. Yeah. They're like, I got money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, the Super Bowl itself, I was like... It was dry. Yeah, I wish it was like... You want something like that to be like a game where like 
it's close well, and you're like, like oh who's gonna year. win who's gonna win and then all of a sudden like you know yeah. somebody wins but this one was like they were getting smashed from the beginning because you remember last year it was like green bay and whoever else the fuck <laughs> but like the game was e- extremely close yeah. you know and i think that makes it like more fun because you're kind of like on the edge of your seat mm-hmm. whatever um but yeah i mean i i was like the game's over like they turned off the tv and i was like why'd you guys turn it off they're like the game's over my like, oh it was over it was, it was done by like 10 i was like wow that's early yeah, because nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was cool that it was like in Tampa because like that's like very close by and and whatnot. I saw some of my friends' Snapchats and shit that were in Tampa and it looked lit. Yeah, but Super I'm like, Chow, you definitely got COVID now. Definitely. <laughs> you, I'm like, you better wait like what two weeks and then get that test. Like, because people were like in the streets, like on top of everything. Like, yeah, my friend is in Miami, bitch. She was, like, posting, like, um, herself at a club, shoulder to shoulder, no mask. I'm like, I understand, but at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> do you guys not feel weird? Yeah. Like, you're asking for it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we go out, too, but we're not in no shoulder to shoulder shoulder shit. Yeah, like, for sure. Out there in the skirts. Yeah, it's just hard. I mean, everything in moderation, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... But other than that, I'm like, I don't really think I did anything this week. Oh, I got another sale. It was like one of the easiest sales of my whole entire life. The guy had already... So there was already a solar guy that went out and spoke to him. And they were talking for five hours. I can't believe that. He was I'm just like, saying that what like... What are you talking about? <laughs> like, they were talking about solar, but then he was like, he's also really cool. So we were just like talking about our lives and stuff. But then at the end, the, he, the guy was like, oh, trying to get him like to through the whole financing process and the financing company that he was trying to go through was like denying him so he was like there's nothing I can do for you so then I showed up and he was like hey like I just want to know can you finance it like will I get approved and then I ran him he got approved and he's like okay let's do it and I'm like damn (laughs) so it was a super easy sell so that was great other than that my week was pretty normal my week was pretty chill except for (sighs) we got sad news um I don't even like saying it, you know? Mm-hmm. But one of my best friends' um, pups ended up passing away, tragically. And we had a little memorial for him yesterday. And the week was just kind of, like, centered around, like, his passing and, like, everything that happened. And just, like, trying to be there for them and, like, support them. Because, like, it just... He, like, got hit by a car and it was super out of the blue, obviously, and just terrible. Like, yeah. all of us were really close to him. Um, and, it's yeah. a shitty way to lose a dog, for Horrible. sure. Horrible. The story was, like, when I heard the story, I was, like, crying. I'm like, this is... Ugh. This is, like... Okay, so I know, like, people may think it's, like, just a dog, but, you know, me and you are, like, big dog people. Mm-hmm. And, like, truly, like, as an adult, this is the first time I've ever experienced loss. Yeah. Like, I haven't had anyone, like, pass or anything like that. Knock on wood. Yeah. Loss is a very, like, complicated thing because yes. it's, like, it's hard to, um... Like, wrap your head around yeah, it Yeah, to, like, come to the reality that, like, whatever it is is, like, gone, gone. It's definite. Yeah. That's what I don't like about it. It's, like, mm-hmm. you can't go back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, oh, every 10 years you get to talk to them. Like, that's it. Yeah. Forever. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That's so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's no bueno. Yeah. Anyways, well, you want to introduce the topic <laughs> of the evening, Robert Tito? So, this week I was like, 
just dealing with certain like situations with like friends and people that I'm talking to, people that I'm dealing with, things like that. People that he's talking to. (laughs) And I just realized that I think that we all need to take the time to talk about communication. And when I say like, (laughs) when I say communication, it sounds so like simple because like obviously the act of communication, communicating is trying to take your thoughts and allow somebody else to understand where it is that you're coming from. But there's just... So it's much that goes into that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I, let's just start off with like one of the overall situations. So one of my like good friends is in the process of like getting married, things like that. And we had never had the conversation in terms of like who was going to be his best man. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things that everybody just assumed that it was going to be me because I'm one of his best friends. And You're I like was the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much the I'll best friend. I'll say it. And, um, <laughs> It was something that I never even thought needed to be talked about because I was like, it was like a no question, no brainer type thing. Yeah. So this recent past year, everyone knows that I was like going through the nursing program, all of that. And once I decided that I was no longer doing that, um, uh, I can say now that I kind of like fell into like a depression. I don't know what it was before, but I was like... Just a, like a huge feeling of like lossless, not knowing what I'm doing, no longer knowing what path I was on, just being lost. Mm-hmm. And it caused me to like question like a lot of things, like everything. So once that was going on, like he was in the process of, you know, getting married, like, or you getting know, engaged. getting engaged, yeah, yeah, having his celebrations, things like that. And I was there for the, for the, the celebrations and stuff, but he had told me that like he had reached out to me multiple times trying to get me alone so that he can like have the conversation or ask me to like be his best man or whatever. And that for whatever reason, we were just missing each other. We weren't on the same page. Um, so once that happened, he ended up choosing somebody else to be the best man. Not a big deal, but one of those things that was like, okay, well now that that happened, I just wish that it would have been a conversation because he knows like, also that there needs to be a conversation about it. And that's, yeah. you know. So it was one of those things that, like, I realized that our our communication was off. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy and very simple to think that the people around you are, like, really close to you. But unless you're, like, communicating with them and telling them and showing them how you want them to be close to you, then you guys are going to miss each other all the time. Because you kind of, like, obviously you can, you can describe things to people through, like, your actions. Do you know what I'm saying? But... You have to, like, verbalize things. Because, like, something that you may think is, like, unspoken, it may not be unspoken for that other person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, obviously, like, your friend had certain expectations of you that you weren't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But that's because he didn't, like, verbalize those expectations. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he was, like, on his end getting, like, disappointed by you. Mm-hmm. But you didn't even know that you were doing that. Yeah. And that's the part that's, like, weird is that so many people have an idea of, how they want to be treated. And you have that simple idea of like, treat people the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is that the way that I want to be treated and the way that you want to be treated is different. Exactly. So I could be treating you the way that I want to be treated and you think that that treatment that I'm giving you is bad. That I'm not doing enough. I'm not fulfilling what it is that you need. Because some people need more than others. Exactly. And that's when communication bridges, bridges that gap. So... It's so funny that we're always like, oh, like communication, communication, communication. But I'm realizing that what good communication means to me is whenever there is something that is causing you any type of conflict or any type of distress, yeah, or emotion, then it needs to be talked about. And I think that a lot of people stray away from the conflict because it is a conflict. 
yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a confrontation because yeah. like obviously, if you're gonna go to someone to like let them know how something that they're doing is like causing you to feel. I mean, it's a confrontation, mm-hmm. and that's extremely uncomfortable. Most people are on the unconfrontational side, and when you brought this, when you texted me yesterday, and you were like, "On the next episode, I want to talk about communication," <laughs> I busted out laughing because, you know, I can talk about communication and how important it is and how to do it, but. I am very bad at communicating. <laughs> like, you know the situations yeah. that I'm referring to where yeah. it's like, literally it has shifted the dynamic within several of my friendships and I just like still haven't talked about it with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to. <laughs> but I'm like, what? Okay, so you you know what it is to communicate. You know what it is to communicate properly. I just don't like it. But I don't why? like the emotion behind it? it. Like, what what emotion behind it are you talking about? Like, I don't like telling someone how I feel. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, this, when this happened, this is how it made me feel. Like, I don't like to talk but what, about it. Like, yeah, but what, what about it? What about the action of it? It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, and I'd rather, like, deal with it internally and try to figure it out rather than talk about it, which is obviously I know the unhealthy way to do it because there are certain things that you can't just work through on your own Mm -hmm. if it's involving another person chances are you kind of need to involve them in that process in order to like get over whatever happened Um, I just don't like having serious conversations sometimes Yeah, you know when everything is like lighthearted and then all of a sudden I'm like we need to talk. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, gross. <laughs> I guess, I guess it has to be like it's all. It's all about the approach. But what I'm realizing is that I don't want to have whatever I say be left up into interpretation. Yeah. So like, I don't want my actions. Because okay, another situation that happened this week is that um, there's this girl that I was talking to. She lives far away. Whatever. We had um, <laughs> like you blow it off like you, it's not a big deal for you to be like, yeah, I was talking to someone. <laughs> <laughs> we have been uh, talking back and forth or whatever. She comes into town every every now and again, mm-hmm. and um, the last time she came into town, I had went out of my way to make sure that I was like texting her, keeping in, in contact with her, things like that, because she's dope. I thought that she was somebody who was really cool and I just wanted to get her to, to like know her more. So she comes into, into town this time and w- the way that things were left off is that she works two jobs, so she's busy. Mm-hmm. So I would text her like whatever and she would take a long time to respond mm-hmm. and then she would text me at certain points and because she wasn't responding, I was not responding. Yeah, like reciprocating the same energy. Exactly. Yeah. So once we like saw each other, we were in a, like our same group of friends, but I was with some of my best friends. So it was one of those things that like, of course, I was talking to the people that I talked to all the time because the way that the overall situation was left off wasn't great. So it's not like I was like trying to, go, like, to yeah, talk to her. Trying yeah. Trying to go out of your way to like, you know, have a conversation. Exactly. So th- as the as the night went on, um, there was a certain point where she came up to me and was like, why are you ignoring me? And I'm like... I'm like... Okay, so I'm surprised that she, like, was so direct with it. Because, like, for me, if, if someone that comes at you, like, so directly, it was really bothering them. Well, I mean, I... So she didn't come up to me. I sat down next to her. Oh, okay. At, at, the, at the bar and was like, hey, how's your night going? Whatever. You know, it was a certain point where she was just sitting by herself and I hadn't talked to her. So I was like... I'm going to go talk to her. So sat down next to her at the bar. was like, hey, how's, you know, how's your night going? Blah, blah, blah. Da, da. She was like, you know, it's fine. Everything is great. Except for you've been ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, 
what are you talking about? Yeah. So then I was like, um, no, I've like, I was like, yo, I haven't, that definitely wasn't ignoring you. She was like, well, then what do you want to call it? She was like, you haven't spoken to me. Did the it make night. you feel kind of flattered that she even like, yeah, for yeah. sure. 1, that she even like gave a fuck to be like, yeah. wow, yeah. he's not talking to me. Because I mean, in my mind, I wasn't expecting that reaction because she had never given me the idea that, that it she had, cared had that faced much. her. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought like, cause 100% honesty, I really wasn't doing it to like be malicious. It was just my other friends were there. I'm so used to talking to them. You know, like when... I know how you are, yeah. Yeah, like you just happen to be talking to somebody else. So yeah. once she like brought it up, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that you felt that way. I'm definitely wasn't like a purpose thing. And she was like, um, then we just got into the overall talk about our conversations and how things got left, left, left off. Mm-hmm. And... She was just saying how, like, she's just now getting out of a relationship, things like that, and that the reason why she had not responded to my text messages is because she felt like things were moving a little bit fast and that she didn't want me to get the wrong idea. Yeah, that she was, like, ready to, like, start talking to someone new and all yes. of that. Yes, and I respect that, but the issue is, <laughs> once, because she like did she that... Like, she knew that, but you didn't know that, exactly. so you took it a different way. So then, because that you know, keyword is missing communication. The way that I interpreted what she was doing was I see it as if I'm texting a girl and like we had good vibes and shit like that. And for whatever reason, she's starting to be like standoffish or no longer responding to, responding to me. I'm like, she's not interested. Mm-hmm. Naturally. I mean, exactly. I think that's what anyone would think. Like, cause if you, if you want to talk to someone and you're interested in them, you're going to respond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to make the effort to reach out to them. You're yeah. going to make the effort to like keep the conversation going because not only are you trying to get to know them, but it feels good yeah. when you're like, you know, exactly. vibing with somebody. And I'm like, once I told her that, she was like, oh, that wasn't my attention. I'm so surprised that you, like, got that message from me, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when that whole communication thing popped in my head that, like, you know, all of this happened just because things weren't communicated properly. Yeah. So I was like, instead of you just coming out and saying what it is, that what what what, is it, what message you wanted me to get from it. Like what your intentions exactly, were. Exactly. You left me up to interpret it. Mm-hmm. And I interpreted it the wrong way, which ended up having everything be a negative response after that. Yeah. And it could have been avoided if she would have just like been straight up with you. Yeah. But I mean, like from, if I put myself in, in her shoes, Mm -hmm. I can kind of understand not even wanting to like dive into it really, or like make it a big point. Kind of just like making that decision for yourself and just like keeping it moving at that point. Yeah. But then at the same time, if you want to get to know that person and you want to, like, you know, yes, you might not want something with them now, but you still want them in your life. In your life then how do you how do you do that without saying without saying that to the person? Because she probably thought you were going to like write her again or something. Yeah. You know, like double text her. Mm-hmm. You're like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but remember like, OK, so I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but like that girl who you were trying to get to know, she she actually straight up told you like, hey, like things like I have a boyfriend that mm-hmm. I'm on and off with. Yeah. So like it's kind of like not the right moment for me to be talking to anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you were like kind of confused why she would even like reach out to you to like make the effort to tell you that. Yeah. But at the same time, Instead I of d- just not responding. I do respect it though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I think it's like a very mature thing for someone to do. Um, instead of like, I, I think it was very immature of the girl to not respond to you to send a message 
versus like the other girl who I think is more mature mm-hmm. for her to like reach out to be like, hey, this is why this is not going to continue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she, it's like a very respectful manner that she said it in and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, it's just like, it's almost like just a mutual respect thing that you can have for someone because like being on the other end of that, if she was the person who was not getting a text back, that would hurt. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel good to be reaching out to get to know someone and they don't respond to you yeah. because that sends a, a message of rejection. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it was like very, it's very considerate um, of, you know, that person to have told you like, hey, I'm in a situationship yeah. and things just aren't going to like happen right now. Yeah. And I'm like... Because I've, I've been in... The, uh, that situation to mm-hmm. where like I'm talking to someone and they aren't letting me know what's going on on, on their end but you can feel the yeah, energy change yeah. yes and then like later on like you know time will pass and whatever and they'll t- tell you like oh yeah well I, I wasn't super into you know the conversation or whatever because I was talking to someone else and it's like why did I not know that yeah. in that situation? Like, that's so unfair to me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, give me the information so that I can, like, make my moves based upon that. But they don't do that because they want to keep you hanging yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm realizing that, like, some people use bad communication as, like, a tool to, like you say, keep you hanging on. Yeah. So... Because if they just, like, leave it up in the air, then it keeps you, like, guessing. Yeah. Keeps you wondering, like, what's going on. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast before, but one of my main things that I know for sure I need out of whoever it is I'm going to end up talking to, being with, friends, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not talking about just a relationship a relationship aspect. I'm talking about relationship as in everything. Yeah. As in everyone who is in your romantic, life. Exactly. Everything. Is that I need reciprocation bitch you are not lying <laughs> save for the people in the motherfucking back and i never like realized how much i need reciprocation until i re- until i wasn't getting it you know yes so reciprocation basically is just getting the same energy that you put in back yeah so Absolutely. the reason why i know i need this is because if i'm not getting that back then all it feels like is i'm being drained of my energy yeah and nobody's like putting it back in you know so exactly i'm like because people will just jump straight to like oh a relationship like the way i look at it in a relationship aspect is is as simple as something as like a text back or even if you are busy or for whatever reason something's going on saying that like mm-hmm. saying hey i'm really busy right now i'm at work blah 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 i'll talk to you later like don't leave me guessing because yeah. the worst is like when you're kind of like into someone and then exactly you're not sure like why they're not writing you back or whatever and they don't ever say anything mm-hmm. and then you're left to like be in your head about it and like that shit stays on your mind and it's so distracting and i'm like just tell me what's going on and i'm like ladies this is this is for all the ladies out there i know that like (laughs) everybody wants to feel like pursued and like chased and like valued and like you know i'm worth i'm worth somebody you know running after me but it's like there's a certain way that you go about that yeah there's a certain way that you go about that without leading people on in the wrong way or yeah taking advantage of the situation because mm-hmm. a lot of the times you end up leaving this leaving the situation feeling a lot more confident feeling a lot more built up feeling a lot more worthy and the person that you did whatever you did to they leave the relationship feeling a lot more jaded a lot more damaged Confused. a lot more so then all of a sudden 
you're creating what you don't want. Like you're creating all the fuckboys. Exactly. Yeah. You like, don't want to. You don't want to deal with that type of person. Exactly. But you literally created that person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a funny way. That's a funny way of putting it. But I mean, it's true. But you yeah. know what? It's not even that. Doesn't even go just for ladies. That yeah. goes for like boys and girls, boys and girls, <laughs> men and women, boys and squirrels, boys and squirrels. <laughs> it goes. It goes for for both sides. You know, like I'm at the point in life to where I'm gonna reciprocate the energy that you're giving me. So mm-hmm. if we're having a good time and you're putting energy into like what we have going on i will match your energy do you know what i'm saying and i want you to match my energy because like at this point like you can't just come in and out of my life whenever that you feel like it Mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying like whenever it's convenient for you and like there are people who try to do that and like i've like recently shut it down and i feel so proud of myself for doing that Mm -hmm. because it was like a door that i had like let left open kind of like left cracked so mm-hmm. it was like kind of like always open sometimes closed whatever but like it was at like the will of that other person and yeah. i was like listen i do not have time for this shit yeah so like there was a situation where you know that was happening and like i started text or he like wrote me he like wrote me um recently and was like texting about whatever's going on catching up and i was just being super dry and not even like dry on purpose necessarily i just like didn't give a fuck about the conversation he's like oh you hate me like blah blah blah. i'm like bruh no i don't hate you it's quite the opposite i just am giving you exactly what you give me and i feel i feel like that was like a shock Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like oh shit damn someone's actually like not allowing people to like walk all over them mm-hmm. like surprise bitch yeah and i'm like we are too old for that shit yeah. do you know what i'm saying and i like, think it's just like no reason to play games valuing yourself too yeah. because i've allowed myself to like be that before i've allowed myself to be the person that like somebody can like uh, put like up a on a shelf doormat. yeah put up on a shelf and then like go and like do whatever they want and then once they want to like come back like take you off the shelf and like start yes, playing with your emotions again exactly you. yeah, yeah. it's like once you like realize that like oh, my time is worth way more than that and that I'm a dope-ass person and I should be the first one, like, the first choice. If I'm not your first choice, I don't want to be no choice. I know, like, if if you can go, like, a month without talking to me, we don't need to talk. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there are so many people who you're going to meet in your life that will not want to go one day without talking to you. You know what I'm saying? We'll Mm -hmm. just want to be around you. And it's like, why why would you put energy into something... Why would you, like, go out of your way to put energy into something that, like, they're not, they're not giving you back? Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, someone's not texting you back. Why why are you going to chase that when yeah. there's someone else that will fucking text you five times in a row, with, you know, trying to talk to you? <laughs> I mean, it's not me, but I mean, it's to be somebody out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, but I think that, yeah. like, a lot of it is valuing yourself and valuing your own time because and like understanding your emotions and like what you need from people because like i think like a hard thing with like the communication aspect of things is like you know like you said the whole point of communication is like trying to relay like your thoughts and your feelings to another person Mm -hmm. but like if you haven't if you're not emotionally mature enough to even know what your emotions towards something are to be able to describe that and like relay that information like that's where miscommunication happens or just lack of communication in general yeah and i think that like it's really easy to react uh irrational and then that's why like people have like no emotions, no communication, and then all of a sudden they like explode, and there's all this emotion, and their their way of communicating is like yelling and screaming and like doing whatever, because it's like, 
okay, this whole entire time you've had this thought or whatever. Like and, brewing in your head. And because you didn't like say it or like talk about it to get it off your chest, guess what? It started building resentment. Yeah. And then you like build it, build it, build it, build it, build it. And then all of a sudden like one little small thing is enough to like tip the scales and you're, and then the person's like, yo, where's where this coming is- from? <laughs> exactly. And you're like, what do you mean? Like you did this, 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 this. And they're like, okay, well, why didn't you say anything and you know when you have something that's bothering you if you don't talk about it you kind of start creating situations in your head have you ever done that where you like start like having conversations like imagining conversations in your head like oh if i were to talk about them with the about this then i would say this and that whatever and you kind of create scenarios and situations in your head that like fuel your fire Mm -hmm. and then you start to read into things and like try to like find subliminal messages and body languages and Mm -hmm. all this stuff instead of just like talking about it but i am 100 <laughs> percent guilty of doing this i think everyone is guilty of doing this because yeah. sometimes it's just it's just hard to talk about stuff sometimes yeah. it's just it sounds so simple but in past relationships um i'm the person that like if something's bothering me i won't say something immediately but i'll and if i try to say something i like feel it in my throat <laughs> I don't know if you know what I you mean. You like start crying? <laughs> no, like it's not even like I get choked up, but like I I feel like it's in my throat. Like I can't. Like I'm like, uh, uh, like I can't say it. Yeah. And I, I'm just like super bad at communicating, and I just don't like. I think sometimes when I acknowledge that something is bothering me, it makes me. I don't know. It makes it real. Mm-hmm. I guess because you know I'm like if I don't say it, then it's not like really happening. Like yeah. oh, I can just get over it. It didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. But. When you say it out loud, it's like, damn, yeah, yeah, I put that out there. So one of the things that I do that I know I don't like about myself when it comes down to communicating is that I will have something that happens with somebody and instead of me going directly to them and having the conversation, I will vent to a bunch of the people around me. And then by the time I'm done venting, I don't even have the energy or the want to even talk to the person that it's about because I'm like, oh, I've already had this conversation six times. So so then now the person's like ready to have the conversation and I'm like, oh, I'm over it. But it's like the only reason why I'm over it is because I've gone over it six times with six different people. And sometimes it like, depending on the situation, it's better to do that. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about because it's it gets to the point where you're like I just don't even want to repeat what I just said because <laughs> yeah. it's so emotionally <laughs> exhausting yeah. to talk about the way that something is affecting you if mm. it really is affecting you that like in like after I'm done talking about it my battery's at zero yeah and like you want me to like repeat myself and I'm like I just need like I should have taken a nap yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't even but know but like the main issue with that is that like it ends up being not fair because it's like. You've, you were able to get everybody else's perspective on the situation who's not in the situation. Exactly. So you're not giving the person the opportunity who you have the problem with to actually hear their side because you're like, I've already heard everybody else's side, so I know everything about it. But it's like you don't because yeah. you haven't spoken to the person. Because you can always try to guess the way that someone, a mm-hmm. conversation is going to go or the way that someone is going to behave. But until you know you actually have that conversation with them, you really don't know. Exactly. Because... People I mean, can surprise you. Yeah, people yeah. can surprise you because, like, as well as you may know someone, like, they can they can switch up what they want or mm-hmm. what they feel or what they think and, you know, it, it'll, it'll surprise you and that's exactly, like, why communication is, like, so vital in, like, even just friendships. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I think, you know, sometimes when people have friendships that are, have been super long-term, uh, they get to the point where they feel like they don't need to ask like the person like oh how do you feel about this or what would you do and like whatever because they're like oh I know I them. Know, yeah. yeah I know them so well that I know they would do like x y and z yeah. or 
I know them so well. I know that their intentions are X, Y, Z. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're speaking for them. You're not giving them like an opportunity to be heard. Yeah. So it's like you're doing a disservice to not only your friend, but your friendship, mm-hmm. you know? Very true. And I'm like, I, I think that the that we can try, probably go into like ways to get better at communicating. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, this is where I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, well, you already know your girl do not be communicating at all. So I, I personally think that one of the ways to be better at communicating is just to know when something should be talked about and when something shouldn't. So say you're like living with a roommate or whatever and blah, 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 blah. You're in the house and something as simple as like, um, uh, the person ate, ate your chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things that I like, if, okay, if you're very food sensitive and you're like, you don't want people touching your shit, then yes, communicate that. But if it's something that's like, okay, well he ate my chips, but I used his ketchup, then it shouldn't be communicated. You know, like, I don't think that everything needs to be brought to the forefront. It needs to be a big, huge topic. You should be really narrowing it down to things that actually do bother you. Because because don't don't get me wrong, communication is great, but I don't need to hear everything. Yeah. Like it needs to be like, it needs to be to the point where when you're coming to me and saying telling me something, I'm taking you seriously because it's something that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, like picking and choosing. Picking and choosing, yes, exactly. Like what you want to talk about and yeah. like what you want to make a big deal out of. Mm-hmm. But you know, communication doesn't it doesn't even need to be so so serious. Yeah. Because. Okay, so you're saying that, like, if someone were to bring something up to you, obviously it doesn't happen all the time, so it better be something good. But it's like... I it doesn't like, have, you guys have to be like, yeah, I see what you're saying. It doesn't have to be like that serious of, like, I'm sitting down and I'm telling you... Yes, that, and I yeah. think that's the issue that I have with communication is that anytime I feel like I need to talk about something, in my head, it feels like such a big deal, the fact that I need to talk to, to someone about something, mm-hmm. that when I go to do it, it's it sounds a lot more dramatic than it is. Mm-hmm. Like... If anything, I really need to work on how to make things more casual. Do you know what I'm saying? Versus having everything um, not sound like an argument, but like sound so confrontational. Yeah, because you you're just intense. I know, you and come like from an intense and it's hard yeah. because like I I just don't know how to tone it down. <laughs> so it's like it may be something little, but for me to even bring up talking to someone about something it just it it, it becomes a lot mm-hmm. and like i think that's why uh, i avoid it so much is because like i don't want to argue and i know that not everything needs to be an argument but i think that when i bring things up it sounds confrontational even when i try to make it unconfrontational yeah you know i mean i would definitely say that like it, it will sound like you're like coming from the offensive Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't sound like you're trying to, like, have an open conversation about whatever. It sounds like you've already come up in your mind saying, or but whatever your thoughts are, you are you already think that you're right. Well, so not you, even about being right, but yeah. just about, like, talking about something. Mm-hmm. Whether, it, the, even if there's not a point to be right yeah. about. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to approach things in a, in a way that just, like, is gentle. Mm-hmm. That sucks. <laughs> and it's like sometimes I try to think about what it is, and I know I know it's a lot of like my tone. Yeah, definitely a tone. Um, but how do you change that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's definitely the tone. But I'm like, yeah, I, like I said, you're just a little bit more of like an intense person. So mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're aware of the tone, but like, yeah, I don't know how you change your tone. I mean. <laughs> Cause that's why you know even with like certain recent situations, why you're like, oh, have you and like so and so spoken? I'm like, no. Yeah. Cause like I just don't. I don't like to 
talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I to mean, talk about like things that like involve like people's feelings and yeah. all of the things like that. Especially when I know that I'm coming more from the perspective of like being a little bit more cold mm. with emotions, and like the other person's coming at me from a highly emotional standpoint, mm. it freaks me out. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's one of those things that like a simple conversation can like get you guys back to like normal, you know? I know. So, but it's like the avoidance. Communication is like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how long do you want to avoid it to the point where like? I don't even guys... think I'm avoiding it. I think I left the I left the door. I I fucking left the door open <laughs> and the person didn't walk through the door and so here we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i think that like communication is also goes alongside with like pride you know yeah because yeah but like at what point i mean like okay come on if you've reached out to someone a few times yeah and they haven't reciprocated. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many times that you Girl, can reach out to somebody. Girl, yeah. uh-oh. You yeah. gonna be mad then? Because I'm not <laughs> gonna reach out again. You gonna stay mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So? Yeah, I mean, I guess that the bottom line is, is that, like, I just want people to know that people don't know what, what you're you thinking. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The sooner that you, like, get that, the sooner that you understand that, the more that you'll be... Not forgiving, but understanding of how people Mm -hmm. react to things. Mm Because it's like, nobody knows what's in your mind. Like, nobody knows anything except for you do. So Exactly. So just because you would respond to a certain situation in a certain way, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't expect that everyone else is going to respond in the same way and with the same feelings and all of that. So, you know, assuming only makes an ass out of you and me, you know, that's a thing. So instead of, like, assuming... The situation or what someone would do in it. Yes, I think communication is vital and communication is something that I'm horrible at Mm. and it is something that I need to work on 100%. Um, I am doing a horrible job at it because (laughs) you already know. (laughs) Um, But I, I don't know, man. Like, I just think that it's very important to give people the tools... To understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what communication is. It's giving people that's how you the, inf- form the healthy, background information. Healthy, strong relationships yeah. too, you know? Mm-hmm. Having that open line of communication like, hey, I know you may not mean this in this way, but this is just how I interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Is that what you meant? Exactly. And uh, could you imagine me coming to you and saying that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, it's like, it's different. Like, it's There's... T- Two different things between, like, knowing what you're supposed to do and then actually doing it. Yeah. So, like, the thing with me, right? So, I know how to be successful at things, but I just don't take my own advice. (laughs) So, yes, I understand what good communication is. Do I apply those things? No. Um, Do I wish to one day apply those things? Yes. Well, I mean, at least you have the tools to do it. <laughs> now it's just putting the tools A to use. A matter of, like, implementation. Yeah. Um, and that will come with uh, me gaining, um, I don't know, like, comfort in, like, handling other people's emotions. Because mm-hmm. I can handle mine. But it's when people come at me emotionally, I, <laughs> I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. please, like, if you come to me crying, 
not even like crying just like in general about anything but if you're coming to me crying about me uh-uh, baby. Please don't do that. <laughs> I mean, emotionally charged situations are hard just because they're not something that you deal with on a daily basis. So you have normal conversations all the time, but it's not like somebody's always coming at you, like, yelling at you or crying. or So something yeah. that's, like, emotionally charged is something that's, like, rare. So mm-hmm. therefore, you don't have as much practice doing it. Yes. And I'm like, please don't cry. Please, 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 please. <laughs> Like, my sister knows. She's like, I don't know how you get so cold. And I'm like, Kimmy, I just don't like dramatic dramatic like emotional situation yeah. do you know what i'm saying because like there was a point in time where like my sister I, I don't know what it was exactly but um we were having a lot of conversations about like our relationship as sisters and my sister would end up crying like every single time and like every time she would end up crying i would get emotionally withdrawn mm-hmm. and it would make her more upset and, like, she, like, didn't understand it, and she still doesn't understand it, but, like, I just, like, I've just told her now, like, I just don't like when people are, like, very dramatic with their emotions. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, if you're crying about something in between us, then that's fine, but once it's about, like, in between, like, our relationship and how I make you feel or how you feel about me, girl, I do not be knowing about that. You know, one time, this is gonna sound really fucked up, time I was, like, dating this guy, you know what a mouth who it is to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that already. <laughs> How did you know that? Because he used to always cry. <laughs> okay, so, so I was dating this guy, and I thought he was really cool. You know, we had um, like a good relationship, but he got upset at me one time for like dressing a certain way because I was like wearing a fucking skirt and like well I don't have a bra on or something and he's like I just don't want people to look at you and um think you're a hoe or whatever but like he said that in the heat of the moment because he was upset about what I was wearing I was like oh so you think I'm a hoe because I'm wearing what I want to wear and he could see that I was mad at him for the rest of the day and so he came to me at the end of the day and was like I'm so sorry that I said that I just said that because I was upset. It's I don't think you're that. I don't think you dressing in any sort of way makes you that. Um, and he started crying. <laughs> and I remember that we're like sitting in his car. It was like nighttime. He started crying, and I was like, immediately, it was like a light switch. I was like, Mm-mm, this is not gonna work out. <laughs> and I felt so bad for thinking that. Because I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that like he was trying to get his message across. And then for some reason, he the just emotion, got yeah, with emotion. What, exactly. So it's like one of those things that he was doing the right thing by trying to communicate what it was that he was, he was trying to communicate that he was sorry or whatever. But he just got wrapped up in the fucking moment. Yeah. Yes, and it just freaked me. It, it just like turned me off because mm-hmm. I just withdraw. I withdraw from those situations, and um. Safe to say the relationship didn't last much longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess, I guess that is a good tip that like, once you're approaching somebody to talk to them about whatever, even if it is something of high emotion, to try to like, keep it even killed. Just, just, just because once you say something clearly, even if it is like, about your emotions, if you clearly say it, it allows people to like, take it in. Yeah. But if you're doing like, it was like masked yeah yeah. his message was becoming masked with like his emotion Mm. and I don't want people to like take this as like oh don't have any emotion don't have any emotion in front of me or like um 
don't like date me and start crying like that's not what i mean at all mm-hmm. it was just so inappropriate for the for even what the conversation was it, that it threw me off you yeah. know what i'm saying because like i've had boyfriends cry to me and like it's totally fine because the situation warrants that mm-hmm. you know emotion or it's being reciprocated you know something like that but yeah. it was so left field for him to start crying in that moment i was mm-hmm. shocked that you were i was shocked that, yeah. I, when he started crying i was like i looked arrested <laughs> what is going on because i just he that was the first time he had ever cried in front of me and i just didn't feel like it deserved it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. weird i was like you are getting way too worked up over my nipples showing okay way too worked up sir (laughs) well i feel like we hit all you know communication really well this episode um uh, i guess what i want people to take from this episode is that um, communication is more than just the words you say. It's how you say it. It's um, the emotion that you show while you're saying it. It's the, it's the occasion and the, like the situation, yeah. the time, place, mm-hmm. all of it. And it's it's the tools. What I what I would want people to understand is that communication is a, the tool that you give people to understand you as a better person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Wow. Wow. Are you a lyricist? <laughs> so good at that. I'm like, wow, that just came off the dome, off the, straight off I the dome. I you, bitch. <laughs> and what I would like for people to understand is coming from someone who is absolutely terrible at communicating, um, you're not going to get anywhere in any of your personal relationships or work relationships or anything if you don't communicate. <laughs> so... Get to it, motherfucker. <laughs> Moral of the story, communicate. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and that's on period. And that's on everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That episode felt like it went by really quickly. I don't know about you, but... Zimity on zimity. How long is it? Uh, we're like, you know... 49 minutes, 50 minutes. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. okay, okay words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of RMB Podcast. Yes, yes. Um, check out our website. It's rmbpodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram at the official underscore RNB. And then check me out at BRVTT. Mine is going to be Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.